Good evening, everybody. This is Matt from Don't Unfriend Me. It is December 12th, episode 58. Kind of a surprise. It's the weekend. I said I was going to take it off, but remember, I got sick on Thursday, so I figured I'd give you a show. Uh, I just want to talk a little bit about the Army-Navy game. I want to talk about Middle East peace talks. I want to talk about a vaccine. And I've been getting a little flack from the uh, the dumb nation saying that I'm disloyal and seditious to President Donald Trump. Well, folks, you just need to know something. The last four years, I haven't agreed with a lot of things that Donald Trump has done and said. And just because he's about to lose an election doesn't mean that I'm going to pull any punches. And I think that he has done so much, so well. And I've been able to rattle off, rattle off 30 or 40 things and heated arguments with people about all he's accomplished. And you've all been impressed by that. I'm a big Donald Trump fan. But if he was here, I would give him a peace of mind on a few things that I think he could do better. And I won't stop that just because all of us are in bed together. This is pillow talk, after all. And it's okay if we don't agree. That's what this show's about. Don't unfriend me. So I really don't have anything else to say about that, except I'm going to give you what you want tonight, which is a pro-Trump show. And that's harder than it sounds. Also, what's hard is realizing that I haven't created a joke. And I don't know what to tell you tonight. So... I'm going to have to come up with something off the cuff, and I don't know if I remember it correctly, so I'm going to try. There's a bricklayer, and he has been working on this job for six months, and he has had to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. The materials are short and COVID and shutdowns, and it's just been horrible for the guy, and he just can't stand it. So he just wants to go in and get a couple of bricks and then just get the heck out. So he goes to this local brick store because everyone else is sold out. And he was, and he heard that the local brick store had everything he needed. And the guy just needed 11 bricks to solve the problem. And he's already over budget and he just wants to get it done. So he walks in and then the counter person's there. And he says, sir, how can I help you? And he goes, guy, guy says, listen, I just need 11 bricks. He says, yes, sir. Unfortunately, we sell them by the dozen due to COVID restriction. We're trying to sell out because the shutdown's coming. He's like, I don't want 12 bricks. I want 11. Now, the man knew he was being completely irrational, but that doesn't really matter at that point when you are irrational. And he says, just give me my 11 and just take the other brick and shove it right up your bloop. The man's like, my Lord, sir, you're going to have to leave. And he's like, I don't want to leave. You are the only person in town. Just give me my 11 bricks and I'm leaving. And the man says, sir, you got to take 12. So he just grabs the bricks and puts them in the cart and he says forget it and he goes right out the door and right before he gets to his car he grabs that 12th brick and he throws it up with all of his might up in the air as high as he can go oh oh this is funny in itself i don't remember the punchline folks this happens i guess I knew I wasn't prepared. I'm sorry. I don't have a punchline for you tonight. And I guess that's funny in itself. I guess it shows that you've got to prepare and you can't just do it off the cuff. I'll look it up and I'll give it to you tonight live. I'm sorry, folks, to let you down. I try. I could stop and record, but folks, it's already 843 and I got to get going. I'm going to go into the intro. I'll catch up the joke later. Just pretend you heard something funny and everyone laugh. Okay. Appreciate you.
rightfully embarrassed. I, uh, all right, I'm going to move on. I'm sorry. I bombed the joke. Listen, I've done a lot of shows, folks. That's like 58 now. First time I've bombed a joke. I apologize. Everyone has a bad day. Main button. Here's my social media. Please like, follow, subscribe, share. I'm discombobulated and I completely muck that up. If you could do that for me, I would appreciate it. Go ahead and give me a like, follow, subscribe on YouTube right below here. You're going to see a little envelope. Click that and you can subscribe. And then also all social media channels. And you can take a look over on don'tunfriendme.com. We've got a lot of great stuff over there. Let's get to the show, folks. With no further ado, Whoo, I'm on fire. I need a beer from these flames. Maverick. The Army-Navy game. I admit, the Navy lost. And honestly, who expected the Navy to win? They've had a downtrodden draft class the last couple of years, and their reign of supremacy that lasted a couple of years is over. The Army looked good. Defensively, Navy couldn't hold on in the fourth quarter, got a little tired. They couldn't run a play to save their life. And it just shows that maybe the Navy and fog don't mix, which is interesting considering that that's pretty much what they go in every single day when they're out to sea. And I I think it's just maybe a bad omen. They should have won that game. They could have, they would have, blah, blah, blah. Army, I bow down. For one year, we now have to wait to see you win. Hopefully, not next year, but if you do, congratulations. It's a COVID victory. It's not even a real season. There weren't people there. There's something that adds to that atmosphere with a full stadium. Uh, And it also helps when you have good players. I'm begging the question away. Army won fair and square. But there were a couple things that were really great about this game, besides that the game wasn't that exciting. It was that Donald Trump made an appearance, and man, was it fantastic. I want to show it to you. I think you will appreciate how Army and Navy came together for our President of the United States. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but Donald Trump was in the military academy, did very, very well in the military academy, didn't want to go and was resistant to it. But you could tell he you could tell he lockstep marched and he had a spring in his step. He was having fun. He gets energized by that stuff. And that's when he's at his best. So I got to give a, a hats off to him. The way that he commands a crowd, especially military crowds, I, I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss seeing him inspire a group of people. So fantastic on the Army and the Navy for respecting their commander-in-chief and giving him a send-off that was apropos of a fantastic leader and indicative of a fantastic leader towards the military. So, Mr. Trump, I salute you, and it was awesome to see that, even though the Navy lost. I think he was rooting for the Navy, so he's not having a lot of luck. Navy lost, the election, jeez, can the guy ever win? Fantastic job, though. Here's another thing he won today that a lot of people don't seem to understand is Israel and Morocco. You have to understand, it really has been the Middle East against Israel since before we were your country and thousands of years. And Israel has been a target. And they are kind of a people without a country until Donald Trump. 
recognized the capital of Israel being Jerusalem. Now, this is really a a very almost bipolar thing than what the medium and the people said was going to happen. They said when we recognized the capital that ultimately it would put a target on Jerusalem and Israel and fighting would break out. But that's exactly the opposite. This is the fourth Middle East country essentially to make amends and a peace deal with Israel. This is the first time this has happened. Israel and Morocco have agreed to normalize relations as President Donald Trump, in his final weeks in office, announced a fourth Arab-Israel-Israeli agreement in four months on Thursday. In a related major policy shift, the United States agreed to recognize Morocco's claim over the long-disputed Western Sahara region as part of the deal, which has been a large bone of contention in the Middle East. But isn't it amazing that America has finally taken a side and said, listen, here's who we're going to support. Here's who we're not. We're not disparaging the other countries. We are simply recognizing people's right for a claim. And America is not going to get in the middle, and we're not going to get involved. But we're also not going to stand idly by and let these countries destroy each other and create harm in the Middle East. It needs to come to peace. It needs to come to a level. It needs to move into an era of relations that are different than at a sword point. Donald Trump made that happen, even though nobody said he would. When we go through all of his accomplishments, you'll also see that he will go down as one of the best, scratch that, the best foreign policy presidents that we've ever had, to surpass Jimmy Carter once he was out of office, who did nothing in office, and Richard Nixon, who was the best foreign policy president up until now. Donald Trump has done a great many things, and he needs to be recognized for the Middle East. And at least we're not having any more war in that country. Now, Joe Biden has already said that they are going to take a more traditional stance with Israel, which essentially means giving them the Heisman. They put Israel on the back burner for eight years, ignored Netanyahu, shoved their hand in his face, would not let him come to the White House, gave them no support, no aid in any way, shape or form, and then slapped them across the face with the Iran nuclear deal. This will happen again, and these peace treaties will fall apart simply because the Obama Part 2 administration will soon take over, and they will kiss up and suck up to Iran because they are afraid to do what needs to be done with Iran, which is wipe their current regime off the face of the earth. Donald Trump was doing just that and creating a Middle East that would do it for us. By unifying the Middle East and the lower Middle Eastern countries, they would have stood up against Iran. Alas, another four years would have created that. If you happen to believe in end of times, if you happen to believe in the biblical parodies, then maybe you should have voted for Donald Trump because peace in the Middle East is much better than what is about to happen, which is war. If we're to take the time and go over all of the things that Donald Trump has done, it's going to take a long time. Luckily, I'm only at 11 minutes. Let's get started. The accomplishments of President Trump. I will provide this on my website and give it all to you so you can share this. He ignited a historic economic boom. President Trump's pro-growth policies are unleashing economic growth and providing opportunities to workers across the country. I may gloss over some of this. 
President Trump's pro-growth policies, domestic product growth, GDP growth, exceeded 3% over the last four quarters. GDP grew at an annual of 3.4% in the third quarter and 4.2% in the second quarter, two numbers that said that people said would never happen. More than 5 million jobs were created since President Trump's election, and the unemployment rate remains below 4%. Even with COVID, this is the eighth time this year that the unemployment rate has been below 4%. Now, this is before COVID, but understand it's down to 7%, and it will continue to drop which is an astonishing number considering that almost 42 million people did not have a job just a short time ago. Prior to this year, the unemployment rate had fallen below 4% only five times since 1970. Here, I'll move over a little bit if that's better for everybody. Asian and Hispanic American unemployment rates have reached record lows this year. Initial weekly jobless claims have hit a nearly 50-year low under President Trump. Remember, this is before COVID, but I want you to remember this list has been written for quite a long time. So some of these numbers are going to be a little off, but that's okay. They're still accomplishments during their time and they are real. Under President Trump, job openings outnumber the unemployed for the first time on record. Recently, more than two-thirds of Americans rated now as good time to find a quality job trying uh, tying a record high in a poll by Gallup. Americans are seeing more money in their pockets thanks to the booming economy. In recent months, workers have seen the largest nominal year-over-year growth in nearly a decade. And a lot of this was created, like I said, in January and March. 2017, real median household income rose to a post-recession high. President Trump's policies are helping to lift America out of poverty. African-American and Hispanic-American poverty rates reached record lows of 21.2% and 18.3% respectively in 2017. Since the election, 4.6 million Americans have been lifted off food stamps. Consumer confidence has soared under President Trump, recently reaching an 18-year high. President Trump is delivering on his promise to bring back American manufacturing. The National Association of Manufacturers Outlook Index has had the highest annual average in the history of over the past year. Manufacturing has added 284,000 jobs in 2018, most added since 1997. They said it couldn't be done. Small business optimism jumped to a record high under President Trump, according to a survey by the National Federation of Independent Business, the NFIB. And this is unfortunate because we know what's going to happen with Joe Biden. Regulation will be created, and these jobs will never come back, and these businesses will never come out of this COVID-19 response. Small Business Optimism Index broke a 35-year record in August. President Trump signed the Tax Cuts and Job Act into law, ushering in the largest package of tax cuts and reforms in American history. These tax cuts are delivering real results for American families and workers. More than 6 million workers receive tax cut bonuses and benefits. More than 100 utility companies have announced lower rates. President Trump is ensuring America workers receive the training and education they need to complete, compete in today's economy. President Trump signed an executive order establishing the National Council for American Worker. More than 185 companies and associations have signed our pledge to America's workers, promising more than 6.4 million new training and career opportunities. President signed legislation that reauthorized the Carl D. Perkins Career and Technical Education Act. $1 billion for career education programs. President Trump has prioritized the economic empowerment of women. The women's unemployment rate recently reached its lowest rate in 65 years. Small Business Administration lent approximately 500 million more in capital to women-owned businesses. 
The administration helped launch the Women Entrepreneurs Finance Initiative, which could leverage more than $1 billion to support women entrepreneurs. Biggest tax cut reform in American history signed by Tax Cuts and Jobs Act into law. Provided more than $5.5 trillion in gross tax cuts, nearly 60% of which will go to families. Pretty amazing we're on page one. Increase the examples for the death, death tax to help save family farms and small businesses. Nearly doubled the standard deduction for individual and families. Enabled vast majority of American families will be able to file their taxes on a single page by claiming the standard deduction. Doubled the child tax credits to help lessen the financial burden of raising a family. Lowered America's corporate tax rate from the highest in the developed world to allow American businesses to compete and win. Small businesses can now deduct 20% of their business income, cut dozens of special interest tax breaks, and close loopholes for the wealthy. Nine in ten American workers are expected to see an increase in their paychecks thanks to the tax cuts, according to the Treasury Department. More than six million of American workers have received wage increases, bonuses, and increased benefits thanks to those tax cuts. Over 100 utility companies have lowered electric, gas, or water rates thanks to the tax cuts and jobs acts. Not Round Hill, Virginia, I'll tell you that much. Ernst & Young found 89% of companies plan to increase worker comp thanks to Trump tax cuts and established opportunity zones to spur investment in left-behind communities. That's just financial and economic. Let's go to rolling back the red tape. Regulations, the single-handedly, the most regulations slashed by any president in history. He's followed through on and exceeded his promise to roll back two regulations for every one created. President Trump administration surpassed the two-to-one ratio in 2018, eliminating 12 regulations for every new one in 2018. In 17, the Trump administration eliminated 22 regulations for every new one. Since taking office, President Trump deregulated efforts have achieved $33 billion in regulatory savings. In 18, these efforts alone delivered $23 billion in benefits to American families and business owners. And President Trump has signed 16 Congressional Review Act resolutions into law, eliminating burdensome Obama-era rules and regs. Trump announced U.S. withdrawal from the Paris Climate Agreement, which would have harmed America's economy and cost American workers millions of jobs, which it will again. President Trump signed an executive order to streamline the permitting process for infrastructure projects with a goal of cutting approval time from up to 10 years on an average to two years. Trump signed a legislation to roll back burdensome Dodd-Frank regulations that harmed community banks. Better deals for the American people. He negotiated new trade agreements between the United States, Canada, and Mexico to replace the disastrous, outdated North American Free Trade Agreement, also known as NAFTA. Once enacted by Congress, the United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement, USMCA was born, will better serve the interests of American workers and businesses. USMCA will incentivize billions of dollars in auto and auto parts production in the U.S., USMCA also includes the strongest ever provisions of labor, environmental, digital, and IP protection to reflect the realities of the 21st century economy. He renegotiated the United States-Korea Free Trade Agreement to preserve and grow jobs in the American auto industry. United States and Japan are set to begin negotiations on a United States-Japan trade agreement, which has actually been completed. President Trump is establishing a new trade relationship with the European Union, the EU, working towards the elimination of tariffs. President Trump has established a trade and investment working group to lay the groundwork for post-Brexit trade with the UK. 
President Trump filed a withdrawal notification with the Universal Postal Union, launching a one-year negotiation to secure fair international post rates for American mailers. Trump has expanded market access for American agricultural producers. Argentina has opened up the America pork and beef, Brazil to American beef, Japan to lamb, and Idaho shipping potatoes, South Korea to American poultry, and more. The administration authorized $12 billion to aid farmers affected by unfair retaliatory tariffs. The Trump administration has begun the process to expand the sale of E15 or gasoline containing 15% ethanol to year round. Under President Trump, the United States will no longer accept the bad trade deals and unfair trade practices that have harmed American working industry and workers. First actions after taking office was withdrawing the U.S. from the terrible Trans-Pacific Partnership, which incentivized outsourcing. The administration oversaw 82 anti-dumping and countervailing duty investigations. Trump is holding China accountable for its unfair trade practices, such as theft of intellectual property by imposing tariffs on $250 billion in Chinese goods. Successful meeting with President Xi in Buenos Aires. Both agreed to conduct renegotiations over 90 days to address the United States' concerns. American steel and aluminum jobs are coming back, and we are a steel producer again, and tariffs have been lifted. And illegal dumping has stopped. Protect American-made washing machines and solar products that were hurt by import surges. Folks, we're on page five. Unleashing unleashing America's energy. After years of stifling regulation under the last administration, President Trump is unleashing, unleashing America's energy potential. America is the largest crude oil producer in the world, and production has hit a record high. Trump's policies are helping to boost America's energy exports, has streamlined liquefied natural gas terminal permitting. United States became a net neutral gas exporter for the first time in 60 years. American coal exports increased by more than 60% in 17. He's expanding access to our country's abundant natural resources. President signed legislation to open up energy exploration in Alaska National Wildlife Refuge. Department of Interior announced it would hold the largest oil and gas lease sale in history. The administration approved construction of the Dakota Access Pipeline and the cross-border permit for the Keystone uh, XL Pipeline. Issued permits for the new Burgess uh, Burgos Pipeline that will export American petroleum products to Mexico. He's ended the war on coal, cutting Obama-era regulations such as stream protection rule, which has estimated a cost of $81 million a year. Trump is replacing clean power plan, a flawed Obama-era regulation that Supreme Court ordered halted. President Trump restricted the hydraulic fracturing rule, which was expected to cost the oil and gas industry $32 million a year. Trump administration curbed the burdensome Obama-era rule on methane, saving American energy developer hundreds of millions in regulatory codes. Expanding options for quality and affordable health care. President Trump's administration is working to provide Americans with affordable alternatives to Obamacare. He expanded short-term limited-duration health insurance plans that are expected to be nearly 50% cheaper than unsubsidized Obamacare plans, has expanded association health plans, allowing more employees to join together across state lines, proposed a reform to health reimbursement account, HRA, regulations that will give consumers more freedom to purchase benefits that fit their needs. Roughly 800,000 employers are expected to provide HRAs for more than 10 million employees. Americans have more health care freedom thanks to President Trump signing legislation that ended Obamacare's individual mandate penalty. 
Healthcare premiums that had been steadily increasing as a result of Obamacare. The average benchmark exchange premium will decline for the first time in 19. Americans will benefit from the more uh, insurer participation on the exchange. Plans offer more benefit options than ever before. The average premium in 2019 will be 6% lower than in 18. He launched an unprecedented campaign to drive down drug prices, leading more than a dozen drug manufacturers to enact price freezes, reductions, and rollbacks. The FDA approved a record number of generic drugs, drugs breaking the previous record set by the administration in 17. Fiscal year 2017, generic drug approvals are expected to bring nearly $9 billion in savings in 2017 alone. Trump signed legislation eliminating contractual gag clauses that stop pharmacists from informing patients about lower drug prices. Put forth an initiative to stop global freeloading that drives up the prices for American patients. Provided Medicare Advantage and Medicare Part D plans with new negotiating tools to drive down drug costs. Implemented reforms in the amount of Medicare pays hospitals for drugs that are purchased on the 340B program, saving $320 million in 18. President Trump signed the right to try legislation to expand for terminally ill patients who had nothing else to lose and wanted to try inventive medicine that hadn't been approved yet. Fighting back against the crisis next door. President Trump launched an initiative to stop opioid abuse and reduce drug supply. Demand introducing new measures to confront the driving force behind the crisis. President signed the landmark Support for Patients and Communities Act. He helped secure a record $6 billion in funding to fight the opioid epidemic. The administration provided more than $2 billion in grants to help states, territories, tribes, and local communities prevent opioid abuse. Administration pursued scientific solutions, helping to end addiction long-term, the HEAL initiative. Launched a national public awareness campaign about the dangers of opioid addiction. Trump created a commission of combating drug addiction and the opioid crisis, which recommended ways to tackle the opioid crisis. Administration declared the opioid, how many times can I say opioid crisis without messing it up? I can't even talk, I almost said mething it up. Can you talk about the opioid crisis without mething? Mething it up. <laughs> God. Um, declared the opioid crisis a nationwide public health emergency, working to cut off the flow of deadly opioids into our country and to disrupt the network. Secured fa- first ever indictments against Chinese nationals for fentanyl trafficking. DOJ launched a surge to target fentanyl and heroin dealers in the districts with the most severe overdose death rates. DOJ formed a joint uh, uh, criminal opioid darknet enforcement team that shut down the dark web. DOJ announced the largest healthcare fraud takeovers in history, 120 defendants with opioid-related crimes. The president launched a safer prescribing plan, also seeks to cut nationwide opioid uh, prescription fills by one-third. The National Take Back Drug Day, collecting record-breaking 1,837 tons of expired and unneeded prescription drugs. Standing up for the sanctity of life, President Trump is the first president to address the March for Life Live. Shortly after taking office, President Trump reinstated and expanded the Mexico City policy, blocking $9 billion in aid from funding abortion internationally. President Trump defunded the UN Agency for Colluding with China's brutal program of forced abortions and sterilizations. The administration withdrew guidance to constrain states' ability to exclude family planning providers that provided abortion service from the Medicaid program. Formed a new conscience, 
conscientious and religious freedom division to protect religious freedom. Express strong support for the pain-capable Unborn Child Protection Act, which would stop abortion after 20 weeks. Administration proposed new regulations to ensure Title X family planning funding goes to the projects that perform support or refer patients for abortion. The administration issued regulation establishing new and expanded exemptions from the Obamacare contraceptive mandate based on the religious beliefs of moral conviction. An executive order to promote free speech and religious liberty. This helped faith-based groups give health care coverage to 13.7 million Americans. Keep American communities safe. Federal Bureau of Investigation data shows violent crime decreased under President Obama watch in 2017 following two consecutive years of increase. United States attorneys indicted a most violent criminals on record. The DOJ announced nearly $100 million in grant funding to hire hundreds of additional law enforcement officers. President Trump is cracking down on the violent MS-13 gang that has brought violence to the communities across the country. The DOJ worked with the international partners to arrest and charge 4,000 MS-13 members. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, Homeland Security Investigation, arrested nearly 800 MS-13 and associates in 2017, an 83% increase from the year before. President Trump signed an executive order to restore state and local enforcement's access to surplus equipment that can be used to help keep our community safe. Trump enhanced the updated the Project Safe Neighborhoods program. Announced the creation of National Public Safety Partnership in 17, launching a cooperative initiative with cities to reduce violent crime. Trump signed legislation to improve the federal firearm background check system and keep guns on the hands of, out of the hands of dangerous criminals. President Trump signed the First Step Act, which includes bipartisan reforms to make our federal justice system fair and our community safer. First Step Back will help prepare inmates to successfully rejoin society, reducing recidivism and improving community safety. Legislation includes common sense sentencing reform. Trump's Department of Health and Human Services issued a rule to sign and grant regulations with current non-discrimination laws. The announcement stressed that the federal government should not infringe on the religious freedom in its operation of HHS grant programs that seeks to address the impact of regulatory actions on small Entities. The move reverses the Obama era rule and allows religious adoption agencies that turn away gay couples to receive federal funding. The goal of the new rule is directly in the faith based adoption agencies, which often receive federal grants and have been defending themselves against accusations of discrimination. Amazing. He was supposed to take away LGBTQ communities' rights. Protecting the innocent, President signed Trafficking Victims Protection Reauthorization Act. He signed to allow states and victims to fight online sex trafficking. Signed the Frederick Douglass Trafficking Victims Prevention Protection Reauthorization Act, authorizing $430 million to fight sex and labor trafficking. He signed the Trafficking Victims Provision Act. In 2017, Ivanka and Deputy Secretary of State Sullivan joined more than 20 world leaders at the U.N. General Assembly for a global call to end modern slavery and to announce the State Department's $25 million grant to the Global Fund to End Modern Slavery. In 17, the President signed Executive Order 13773, enforcing federal law with respect to transitional criminal organizations and preventing international trafficking. Trump released an immigration framework that would fix our broken immigration system, includes closing the legal loopholes that enable legal immigration, ending chain migration, and eliminating the visa lottery. He secured funding to begin building the wall, and the construction has already begun in areas along the southern border. 
Funding to uh, d- deployed to the military to assist in securing the southern border. His administration took action to require aliens seeking asylum to go to the port of entry to make that claim. Customs and Border Protection, CBP, apprehended 17,256 criminals and 1,019 gang members in 18. ICE Enforcement Removal Operations, ERO, arrested 158,581 aliens in fiscal year 18. 90% of those arrested had criminal convictions pending charges and had been issued final orders of removal. Removals of convicted criminal aliens increased by 14% from 2017. Nearly 6,000 known or suspected gay members were removed in 18, a 9% increase from 17. The DOJ prosecuted a record number of criminal immigration offenses in 18. Immigration courts are now completing more cases than at any point since 2011. Trump kept his promise by launching the Office of Victims' Immigration Crime Engagement, VOICE, with the Department of Homeland Security. The administration has more than doubled the number of jurisdictions participating in the 287G program, which enables the state and local law enforcement to aid immigration enforcement. President Trump has made our country safer by ordering the enhanced vetting of all individuals entering our country. These procedures were upheld in 2018 Supreme Court ruling. Rebuilding uh, America's military. He ended the devastating defense cuts that past administrations have secured. He signed legislation for more than $700 billion in defense and $716 billion in 19 and 18, respectively. Supports our American men and women in uniform, securing the largest military pay raise in nearly a decade. New national security strategy to keep Americans safe from all threats. He released new strategies specific to cybersecurity, biodefense, and counterterrorism and weapons of mass destruction. He directed the first whole of government assessment of the United States manufacturing defense supply chain since the Eisenhower administration. Initiated 2018 nuclear posture review, improving United States deterrence policy and existing capabilities to counter nuclear threats. Empowered our military commanders to kill ISIS, period. ISIS has lost nearly all of its territory in its caliphate. Territory in Iraq was successfully liberated. Self-proclaimed capital city of Raqqa has been recaptured. Territory caliphate has been defeated. And, and Trump has announced that he is bringing America troops in Syria home. Announced a new Iran strategy to confront all of Iran's malign activities and withdrew from the horrible one-sided nuclear deal. Sanctions that had been lifted or waived under the Iran deal have been reimposed. Sanctions, more than 160 individuals tied to the regime's support of terrorism, ballistic missile program, human rights abuse, and more. Took decisive military action to respond to the barbaric use of chemical weapons by the Assad regime. Directed strikes in response to the regime's chemical weapon attacks in 18 and 17. Has also rolled out sanctions targeting those tied to Syria's chemical weapons program. President Trump strengthened America's cyber defense and directed the elevation of the United States Cyber Command into a major warfighting command. Announced that the Department of Defense will work to create a space force to serve as an independent branch of the United States military. President Trump held an historic meeting with Chairman Kim Jong-un, bringing uh, the beginnings of peace and denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. Since the summit, the leaders have exchanged letters and high-level officials from both countries have met, and no more rockets red glare coming from North Korea. Because of the president's actions, North Korea has halted nuclear and missile tests. Remains of POW and MIA service members were returned with Trump's leadership, helped secure the passage of a historic U.N. sanctions through the promise to recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and move the American embassy there, withdrew the United States from the uh, U.N. Human Rights Council due to, his bias against, due to its bias against Israel, 
made clear that it does not accept the international criminal court's jurisdiction over, uh, over Americans and will continue to protect American sovereignty, has successfully advocated for cutting waste at the UN. Organizational structure allowed the UN to cut hundreds of millions of dollars from their budget while making the organization more efficient. President's uh, leadership in the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, NATO, has encouraged members to increase their defense spending. There's an increase of 4.8% in defense spending among NATO allies. He convinced the alliance to strengthen counterterrorism activities and NATO family joined and NATO formally joined the coalition to defeat ISIS. Is working to advance a free and open Indo-Pacific through uh, investments and partnerships. Has imposed tough sanctions in the corrupt regimes in Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua. Tough action against Russia's uh, malign activities, including Russia's effort to undermine United States elections has imposed sanctions on more than 200 individuals and entities related to Russia to stabilize the activities, has enhanced support for the Ukraine defense by stepping up sales of weapons to its military. He attended the G20 event in Argentina and Germany where he promoted America's first policies, conducted tours through Asia to promote American interests. We're coming up to the home stretch. Remember, he hasn't done anything, so this, this shouldn't be no big deal to everybody. Trump secured a record $73.1 billion in funding for the Department of Veteran Affairs, $8.6 for mental health services, $400 million for opioid abuse, $206 for suicide prevention. He signed the VA Mission Act, revolutionizing the VA healthcare system. He consolidated and reformed existing programs to give eligible veterans better access to healthcare providers in their communities, like me. Uh, he made eligible vet- vet- veterans to have access to walk in community claims. Uh, He allowed full reimbursement for non-VA-approved hospitals and doctors. Uh, Signed the Veterans Accountability and Whistleblower Protection Act, making it easier to fire failing employees and protect whistleblowers. Under President Trump, the VA has removed, demoted, or suspended more than 4,300 employees or poor performance. Signed the Veterans Appeals Improvement and Modernization Act of 2017, streamlining the process used by veterans when appealing benefits claims. Fulfilled his promise to create a new White House VA hotline to provide veterans with 24-7 support. Veterans with online access to wait and quality time care data from the VA. Um, Signed the Forever GI Bill, providing veteran service members and their families with enhanced education benefits. Last year, the programs of the VA and the President of Housing and Urban Development helped more than 51,000 veterans find permanent housing. President Trump uh, submitted a plan to reorganize the executive branch in order to improve efficiency and effectiveness, show historic transparency and accountability. The Trump administration completed the Department of Defense first ever audit. The president implemented a five-year ban on lobbying for White House employees and lifetime ban on lobbying for foreign countries. Each quarter since taking office, President Trump has donated his salary, fulfilling a promise he made to the American people. President Donald Trump has made 164 Article III judicial appointments, two Supreme Court justices, 48 appellate and court judges, 112 district court judges, two judges on the Court of International Trade, and a partridge in a frickin' pear tree. Don't ever tell me that this man has not done more than any other president, or honestly, any other president combined in the last 20 years. And now he has done the one thing that you said he would not which is find a vaccine and I'm not going to take it and I don't want it. And there's a lot of people who don't want it. But the one thing that was said is that he would never find a vaccine. And now they're saying he's taking credit. He should. He gave 21 billion to Pfizer 
He has pushed and taken away regulations that would stop them from doing just what they are doing, which is releasing it at a rapid succession. If you listen to anyone in the medical industry, they say it takes three to four years, and it should. And they were adamant against that. However, they demanded some sort of vaccine ASAP. Well, how do you do both? You can't. He did it in a record nine months. President Donald Trump is a lot of things. A bad president, he is not. A loudmouth, arrogant, sure. But he has done more for this country than any president. And I promise you this, he will go down as the most successful one-term president in U.S. history by far. So although I challenge him, and although I sometimes berate him, he ended his presidency better than I ever thought he could by what he did on the Resolute Desk. This is one of the first time he has spoken to America from the Resolute Desk in history. And I know I'm going long, but I'm going to show it to you. This is a weekend episode after all. Enjoy this. Sorry, I forgot this. This was the group that was supporting Trump today. It's pretty awesome. Pretty amazing to see all those people come out for President Trump. Here's the one I wanted to I have really good news. Today, our nation has achieved a medical miracle. We have delivered a safe and effective vaccine in just nine months. This is one of the greatest scientific accomplishments in history. It will save millions of lives and soon end the pandemic once and for all. I am thrilled to report that the FDA has authorized the Pfizer vaccine. We have given Pfizer and other companies a great deal of money, hoping this would be the outcome, and it was. On behalf of the American people, I'd like to thank all of the brilliant scientists, technicians, doctors, and workers who made this all possible. Pfizer and Moderna have announced their vaccine is approximately 95% effective, far exceeding expectations. These vaccines are also very safe. American citizens participated in clinical trials that were far larger than normal and had no serious side effects. The dedicated and independent experts at the FDA meticulously studied the results of the trials, and it has now passed the gold standard of safety. Through Operation Warp Speed, my administration provided a total of $14 billion to accelerate vaccine development and to manufacture all of the top candidates in advance. This included a nearly $2 billion investment in Pfizer to produce 100 million doses of their vaccine, with an option to produce 500 million additional doses. And I'm proud to say that we have made sure that this vaccine will be free for all Americans. Through our partnership with FedEx and UPS, we have already begun shipping the vaccine to every state and zip code in the country. The first vaccine will be administered in less than 24 hours. The governors decide where the vaccines will go in their state and who will get them first. We want our senior citizens, healthcare workers, and first responders to be first in line. This will quickly and dramatically reduce deaths and hospitalizations. When the China virus invaded our shores, I promised that we would produce a vaccine in record time before the end of the year. They said it couldn't be done, but with today's announcement, we have now achieved that goal. The United States is the first nation in the world to produce a verifiably safe and effective vaccine.
Today's achievement is a reminder of America's unlimited potential when we have the will and the courage to pursue ambitious goals. As I've said from the beginning, a vaccine will vanquish the virus and return life back to normal. The pandemic may have begun in China, but we are ending it right here in America. Operation Warp Speed is the greatest medical manufacturing endeavor in American history. We are deeply grateful to every person who has worked round the clock on this monumental national project to save lives. Thank you all for your tremendous gifts to humanity. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. And God bless the world. Thank you. You know, I got a lot of heat for someone who said, I'm not giving up on President Trump that easy. And I'm not giving up on President Trump. I'm giving up on the system. I'm giving up on the system that has put us $25 trillion in debt. And we're expecting them to get us out. I'm giving up on the system who will hold nobody accountable for what they have done against the American people with impeachment and Russia hoax and email servers and leaving U.S. soldiers to die and ambassadors and no one being held accountable for the fast and the furious gun running to secret deals with Iran to Hunter Biden and his family taking millions to the Obamas taking millions upon millions of dollars through foundation dollars for the Clinton Foundation, who supposedly left the White House bank and have a com- are broke and have a combined income well over of one hundred and forty million dollars. Not trusting the government that's locking us down and shutting down our businesses and crippling our economy. And not trusting the system that has stolen an election from us, from both sides. And it's a fallacy. So no, I'm not giving up on President Trump. I will still read every one of his books as I have through all my sales coachings, through whatever he writes after this and his memoirs. And when he opens up his library, I will attend. But what I will not do is sit here and pretend that the system will do right by us. And that is what I'm giving up on. I owe you a joke. I mucked it up the first time. It won't happen again. And unfortunately, I cannot remember the punchline and find the joke online, so I'm going to start a new one. There's this lady, and she's sitting in business class. And this was some time ago when smoking was still allowed on a plane, but is highly discouraged. And this lady didn't want to pay the extra baggage fee for her dog, so she snuck her little toy poodle under her jacket. And a man who is extremely burly from Chicago and looks like he's set in his way, sit next to this lady. And she gives him a curt <laughs> when he sits down. He looks at her, and they take off, and they're in the air. And while they're flying, she looks at her dog and says, It's okay, sweetie, it's okay. Just hang in there. And the man proceeds to grab a cigar and puff and light the cigar in the middle of the plane. And the lady goes, <coughs> and the dog goes, <coughs> she goes, sir, you need to put out that obnoxious cigar. It's affecting my dog and me. And there should be no smoking on this plane. And he looks over and goes, screw you, lady. And she's appalled. And he takes another puff and specifically blows it right into her face and her dog. And they both, She's so furious, she grabs the cigar and rolls down the window of the plane and throws the cigar out the window. And the man goes, what in the hell? And he grabs the dog and he throws the dog out the window. 
and a ruckus ensues. And the captain is looking back and going, what in the hell is going on? I got to turn around. I got to land. And as he turns around and he lands on, 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 on Route 7 onto the, uh, the Tarmac 7, and he starts to pull in, the air traffic control tower says, we need you to stop. You've got a foreign object on your wing, and you need to freeze where you're at. We're coming out. We're sending emergency services. And they all come out. And the captain opens up the door, and he looks out. And they bring the ladder up to him, and the security captain's there as well. And the security captain goes, Captain, what's going on? He's like, we had a ruckus in the back. He's like, well, you got something on your wing. And the captain goes, oh, my God. And he looks out, and what does he see? He sees a dog. And what's in his mouth? You guessed it, a brick. Thanks for watching Don't Unfriend Me, everybody. I want to recommend Alex from Aleko's Design. He works on all of my video and graphic design, and he is amazing. Please give him a shot. Please head on over to his website at www.alekosdesigns.com. And one more quick thing before we go, folks. Still Point does the music intro for the show. They are listeners. They are fans, and we absolutely love them. Special thanks that amazing song and you can hear citizen soldier at reverbnation.com slash stillpoint